Hello, 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 and welcome back to Quizzical by Nature, a soft place for women to land. This is your host, Tammy Walls, and I would like to welcome you to episode number eight, entitled The Great Pretenders. How much pretending do you do? I was texting and talking to one of my friends earlier this week, and I said to her, girl, you know, we as women, we are pretenders and pleasers. And she concurred with me and said, yeah, you're right. We are always trying to make sure that others are good or okay. In doing this, we pretend that things in our lives are going well, when many times they're really not going well. We're just kind of playing along with it. You know, I'm a word type of person, so what I had to do was look up the word pretend and see what the definition was. And the word pretend means to speak or act as is to make it appear that something is the case when it is not. It also means the following. It means to profess, to affect, to pose, to put it on, to go through the motions. I know we've all done that one time or another. It is also a sham and to put on a show. A pleaser is someone who tries very hard to make people happy or make a person like them. A pleaser's general habit or chief aim is to please or satisfy others, even at their own expense. When you think about yourself, are you a people pleaser? Are you a man pleaser, a family pleaser, a job pleaser? Do you please others subconsciously without any forethought? It's just something that you automatically do. You know, I was thinking about when we were little girls. We were constantly playing pretend games, make believe. We played house, we played doctor, We even played school. We were wives, mothers, teachers, nurses, etc. We took on the roles because we wanted to emulate what we saw our parents do. Or even more, we wanted to emulate what we saw on TV because we thought that that was what real family life was about. Especially if you didn't have a normal life at home. We even played church. We were preachers yelling and wheezing and about to pass out. We mimicked the congregants who were shouting, amen, and praise the Lord. We mimicked those who were falling out on the floor because the preacher touched them and they were slain in the spirit. And then some of us even played like we caught the Holy Ghost and we started running around the church. And I remember that parents said to us, you better stop playing with God keep playing with God and God's going to get you. If you keep on messing around, you're going to catch the Holy Ghost too. And I venture to say that many of us might have said the same thing that my son said. Mama, I don't want to catch that thing. I said, what thing, son? He said, you know that thing that jumps on people. I said, son, are you talking about the Holy Ghost? And he said, yeah, I don't want that. But they used to tell us that's what's going to happen if you keep playing. We thought it was so much fun to be an adult. We were great pretenders. We pretended to walk down the aisle with a towel or a blanket tied to our heads 
and it was a veil that we were going to use to get married and we were going to go up to the to the preacher with our pretend husband and say I do because guess what that's what women were supposed to do we pretended to be pregnant and even give birth to babies pretend labor pains and all little did we know that that pain would be some of the most unforgettable pain but well worth it when we saw those little babies man we pretended to be mothers who raised and nurtured our children we pretended to be wives who, who pretended to you know be married to our husbands and have households we imitated what we thought marriage would look like in our eyes and again i said hmm that goes back to what did your family look like when you were growing up some of our families we probably did not want to emulate some of us didn't have two parent families some of us didn't even know who our father or our mother was what were we emulating then what were we pretending then we were probably looking at tv or maybe our friends families and wishing that we had the same thing we were also pretending to be doctors and nurses you know with the little stethoscope and the little doctor's kit from back in the day sometimes there was even too much touching and feeling and not enough ah open wide let me look at the back of your throat yeah we were probably doing some things we had no business doing we were teachers and i imitated my grandmother because my grandmother was a first grade teacher so my sister and i always played school and we always taught each other we also used to like to pretend that we were singers we would watch groups on tv back in the day the jackson five the silvers the emotions different types of groups and when our cousins would come over we would all get together and we would say let's put on a show for our parents and we would pretend to be a singing group with the twists and the turns and the splits and everything boy we were great pretenders as we grew up how much more pretending did you do did i do i would say a lot because as teenagers we pretend around our friends. We wanted to show off for them. We wanted to make them think that we were cool. We even pretended like smoking and maybe smoking marijuana was cool back in the day. But when in reality, we really didn't want to do it, but we wanted to, to fit in. We might've even pretended as girls that we knew what it was like to be with a boy, how to kiss him or to, you know, hug him or be around him as his girlfriend when we didn't know anything you know we wanted to be cool we wanted to be with the in crowd peer pressure can be so hard at times did you endure peer pressure were your friends doing things that you thought that you should be doing as well we were taught that it was okay to be who we were but a teenage girl can be an awkward stage. You're hitting the mark of puberty. You wanna fit in with your friends. You wanna be valued. You wanna be cool. You know, those awkward years for girls was something that I had to talk to my daughter about just before she went to middle school. And I said to her, you may not have the same friends that you had in elementary school, 
because your friends in middle school are likely to change. So I was trying to prepare her for what was about to happen to her as she got into middle school. And sure enough, when she got into middle school, those girls that she was hanging with in elementary school tried to get brand new. And of course, it hurt her feelings. But I told her, you were going to lose some and you're going to gain some new friends. Just hang in there. You know, your friends may abandon you, but they pretend. And I imagine that she pretended on the inside that it didn't hurt that she lost her friends, that they acted like they didn't want to be friends anymore. She might have even been distraught. But these were the growing pains of middle school. And it even continued for some people into high school, trying to fit in, trying to get your first boyfriend or figure out what it is to be in the in crowd, to do things that you really didn't want to do. Maybe you dabbled in drinking, but you really didn't want to do that either, but you did it. Let's think about this. If we have pretended since we were little girls, in what areas of our lives now are we still pretending? Are you pretending at work to love your job? But you really only do it for a paycheck? Are you pretending when you walk through those doors and you put on that, good morning, everybody, how are you? But secretly, it was a struggle to get out of your car. But you're pretending and you're pushing through to make it because you got to get these coins. You got to make this money. If you're pretending, you might want to find another occupation, something else that you really, really want to do. Are you pretending to be happy in your marriage when you're really miserable? What do you do about it? Do you decide to get counseling, talk to your husband, try to make it better? Are you in something that is abusive and pretending that it will get better? Are you pretending that that's not really the man that you married? I venture to say that you should get help. If you're miserable in your marriage, you need to talk about it. You need to possibly get some counseling and do something so you don't stay in that state. Are you pretending to be okay in a relationship with a man, but you're unhappy because you've been together three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten years, and this man still has not asked you to marry him? Are you pretending that it's okay and that eventually he will marry you when you have been wanting to be married for years? Are you giving this man children and everything that he wants, but he's not giving you his last name? He's not giving you a ring. He's not claiming you as his own. How long are you going to pretend because it is the norm and that you've invested so much and that you put so much into this relationship, but you're not getting what you want out of it? Again, you have to have those conversations. You have to decide. Sometimes you even have to walk away when it's very, very hard. Stop pretending. Are you pretending 
that you have a man when really all you have is a friends with benefits? The man that only comes over late at night so that you'll have sex with him? So that you'll satisfy his needs? And I'm not saying that your needs aren't being satisfied. They very well could be. But are you pretending like you're okay with this when you really want more? Are you pretending because you're secretly hoping that he will ask you to be his lady? Are you pretending that it's okay because a piece of a man is better than a whole man who wants you? Now this last one is sure to make some women think. Are you pretending to have orgasms while making love but he doesn't bring you to that moment of ecstasy? Let's stop and pause and take a deep breath. Because this one is really, really deep. It's really serious and it's real. Women fake orgasms to boost a man's ego or his self-esteem. Are you boosting egos and self-esteem? Trying to make him feel like he is King Kong, Tarzan of the jungle, or whoever? Did you know that 80% of women fake orgasms? That means me and you and a lot of other women are faking orgasms. Women fake orgasms to speed up the process. If you're in a situation that you really want to be over, that you're not comfortable in, you may want to fake it so you can get out of it sooner. Women fake orgasms to get things from men. Gifts, cars, jewelry. Again, you're boosting his ego and making him feel like he's on top of the world when you're over there just faking it. Women fake orgasms due to boredom. Is intimacy with you in the bedroom and your partner, your husband, boring? Is he not willing to step out of the box and do something to you that you have desired? Maybe you want to be tied up. Maybe you want to swing from the ceiling. Maybe you want to try some other things. And maybe the same old, same old is very boring to you. You must speak up and ask for what you want. Because if you're bored in the bedroom and you're faking the orgasm, sooner or later that's going to get old for you. Women fake orgasms due to discomfort. Maybe when you're having um, intimacy or making love with your partner, it hurts. Or you're having some issues down there that make it not comfortable for you. So in order for you to get it over, you fake it. Again, I would say if these are your situations, you may need to speak with your doctor. You may need to speak with your partner. You may need to get some lubrication. Do what you can to make the situation better. 
Women fake orgasms due to time limitations. Maybe you're in a situation where you're being intimate with your partner and you don't have a lot of time and you need to get somewhere or go somewhere. You may fake it just to make that time pass quicker so you can get out of it, get to the next thing that you need to do. Fake it. Women fake orgasms to be nice and not to hurt a man's feelings. I venture to say that if most men knew that women were faking orgasms, they would really be surprised and maybe even hurt if they knew after all that moaning and sounds that you're making is not real, he would think either something is wrong with him or something is wrong with you. Women fake orgasms with sounds that they make. And this one is just a roundup of what we just discussed. The sounds we make, the things that we do. Men think that they are pleasing us when in reality, we're just faking it because we want to either get it over, make them think they're king of the jungle, or just, you know, let him know that you're having pleasure too when you're really not. Thinking about this last item is really deep. Sex should be enjoyable by both partners, but we women are pretending that we're satisfied and we're really not. We're not always getting what we need. However, we are giving men what they want. We should have those intimate conversations with our partners. Open up. The topic of sex can be a difficult conversation to have, but it is one that needs to be had. Many times the hard thing for men to discuss is the topic of sex. But you need to know what each other likes, dislikes, is willing to try, is not willing to try. You need to talk about whether or not you're being pleased, whether or not you're having an orgasm or not. If you dare to bring it up, I'm pretty sure you may have sweaty palms, you may get nervous, you might even dance around with the right words to say. But I think if both of you are receptive, it could be one of the best conversations that you've ever had. Why are you not able to tell him that you're not having an orgasm? Would he get defensive with you? Would he say, well, nobody else ever said anything? But he would have to realize that you're different than anybody else. That with you is different. And maybe, just maybe, We need to explore some other things. We need to talk about some other things. Try some other things. On the other hand, you may have the sweetest guy in the world. And he's open to personal conversations. And you guys are able to talk about these things. And that is amazing. Because in an open communication between two people is a relationship that works better. Why are we faking orgasms? I'll raise my hand and I will say that I have faked before. And it surely probably was a disservice to me 
and a disservice to him. Maybe it was better than the repercussions of feeling like something was wrong with me. Why wasn't it happening? We often think the worst. As women, we often take the blame on ourselves. Why am I not able to? What am I doing wrong? When in actuality, it may not even be you. It just may be that you need to do some tweaking in the relationship. The fact is that many women pretend to love sex. And a lot of women really don't love sex. But I think that women don't love sex because they don't have a partner who's willing to discuss this with them and be gentle with them and understand that as women get older, their bodies change. As you start to go through menopause and things like that, you may not have the lubrication that you had before. You may not have the um, excitement that you had before. If you come to bed and your husband comes and he wants to be intimate with you, but you're grumpy or you have a, a, a terrible face on that lets him know that you don't want to be bothered, neither one of you are going to be excited about being with one another. So you've got to figure out how to spruce up things in the bedroom. Sex is enjoyable, but complicated at times because it is one of those topics that is very hard to talk about. Even when we were kids asking our parents about sex, our parents weren't comfortable telling us about it. My mom gave me a book when I was little, when I was younger in, in puberty. What every child wants to know about sex. She told me to read it. And I'm like, okay, I'm gonna read this book and find the answer to everything that I want to know. But during those times, they didn't talk about it. We've got to be open to talk to our parents, to our children. Women should not be pretending in sex, in marriage, in relationships, at work, at church. We should be free to be ourselves. We should be free to do us. Ladies, I challenge you to come out of the obscurity of hiding, pretending, and pleasing, and walk into the marvelous light of becoming who you were created to be. You don't have to hide. You don't have to stay in a place where you pretend. You don't have to stay in a place where nobody knows what you really think. If you spend your whole life pretending, when do you get to be the real you? Well, guess what? Sometimes the real you, a person may not like, but it's better than pretending your whole life to like something, to be something, when you can be who God called you and created you to be. This was an open, honest conversation today about pretending. I challenge you to speak up and let your wishes be made. You know, speak, talk about it, show the world who you are. Come out of hiding into the marvelous light. I wanna thank you all for joining me today on Quizzical by Nature a soft place for women to land. 
I hope that this discussion and this topic has encouraged you, uplift you, and enlightened you. And until we meet again, stop pretending.